There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. A radiophonic novella, Locatora Radio, hosted by Mala Munoz and Diosa Fem. Hola, hola, locamores. Welcome to season three of Locatora Radio, Por Casteras Peligrosas, because Femme Revenge has never sounded so sweet. Locatora Radio is a radiophonic novella archiving the legacies and brilliance of women and femmes of color. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. And we are Las Mamis of Myth and Bullshit. Las Locatoras of Locatora Radio. A radiophonic novela. Which is just a really extra way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. It has been a while and we have missed y'all. Yeah, thank you so much for tuning in once again. Uh, we took a little bit of a break from recording because we've just been really super fucking busy. So busy. Events and all kinds of other crazy things. So thank you so much for tuning in. And um, I hope you missed us. We missed y'all. Yeah. And yeah. I hope you missed us. It would be nice if you missed us. But if you're if you're sick of us and you needed a break, too, that's also chill. Then fine. Then fine. Whatever. <laughs> it's cool. 
Um, so just to get started, we want to remind y'all that we have some product codes, some sponsorships with the Bloomy. So the Bloomy is your one-stop shop, Latina-owned marketplace for all your intimate care and hygiene needs. You can use our code LOCATORA10 to get your sexual health and wellness products. Um, our most recent batch of goodies from Vive was super cute. So I got a rose quartz yoni, which was my first yoni egg ever. Sorry, not to interrupt, but from the Bloomy. From the Bloomy. Oh, I'm sorry. That was my mistake. <laughs> Vive does not send <laughs> yoni eggs with their fucking lipsticks and highlighters. They don't. Um, the Bloomy, the Bloomy sent us some goodies and it included some like CBD intimate care oil, mm-hmm. which I still need to try. It's on my list of things I need to try this week. But I got my first yoni egg and it's rose quartz and it's tiny and it's so cute and um i popped that thing in and i was like walking around the house with it yes and it was cute at first i was like oh my god how do i get it out but then you remember that like literally your vaginal canal has all these fucking muscles you can push out babies and all kinds of stuff so i just i used those muscles you pushed it out i pushed it out yes (laughs) thank you the bloomy thank you (laughs) i also got a yoni egg and i've always been really so there's this healer that i follow um and her name is agnes and she talks about putting on putting in her yoni egg when she goes cycling so i'm interested in trying that because i love to cycle i love a yoni egg um and i also got some cbd oil and i used that post brazilian wax and it felt amazing smart yeah was it tingly it didn't tingle at all um, damn it yeah no 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 tingly <laughs> and i want to say that it can also be used as a lubricant i didn't Ooh. try that because i wasn't certain but on the box it says you can so, I mean, we'll see, I guess. I like that. <laughs> I also think that's hardcore, like cycling with your yoni egg inserted. I know. We'll see. I'll, t- I'll like report back. Extreme yoni sports, like yeah. ultimate yoni. Yeah. Olympic yoni. Totally. I was like, I when I cycled, it had been a while because I used to do it really consistently. And it had been a while. So then the next day I was so sore, it, like in that like pelvic yes. area. And it's such a weird soreness to feel. Yes, yes. Yeah, but it is what it is. It's it's it is a very odd soreness. Yes, that's true. But anyway, so yeah, our code locatora ten to get your sexual health products from the Bloomy. And additionally, our girls over at Viva Cosmetics, our favorite Latina-owned brand, gave us a code as well for our locamores, and it's locamores, and you can get fifteen percent off of your order. They have the best highlighter, the best lipsticks. I love their brand. I'm actually wearing their duo. Uh, Dios and Reina highlighter right now. So, yeah. Cute. I love, I love their highlighter, too. And their Bessel Proof lippies yes. really are Bessel Proof. They're so everything proof. Also, if you want to support us, we're an indie podcast. Never forget, you can Venmo us at <laughs> locatora-10. We love and appreciate your support. We especially love, like, when... A random ass person that we have not seen like on Instagram or in the comments or at events like there be there's like some like like anonymous white men out there who like support us on the low and will like send us like a little donation here and there. And we see it. We we recognize it. We send Um, it to each other. We encourage you to keep doing that. So (laughs) you're on the right track. Keep it up. Venmo us at Locatora Radio. No, <laughs> at Locatora Dash Radio Venmo. Okay, so we have been muy booked y muy busy, as oh, yeah. they say. And um, we just want to update y'all with what we've been doing. 
we've been doing a little bit of everything. So as you know, in 2019, we taught a ton of podcasting 101 workshops at public library branches throughout LA. Yeah. A lot of fun. So we were basically like participating artists, guest artists in the LA Made series. To celebrate that collaboration with the library, we put together a show, a live show and podcast at the Central Library in the Mark Taper Auditorium, and we had live musical guests. It was like a full-on like late-night talk show setup. So it, was it was great. Cute. And who were our beautiful, amazing, gorgeous guests? Our beautiful and amazing guests were Crisol of Crisol y los Efectos and Selenamos, and she performed her own set, and it was amazing, and then we got to interview her, and then additionally, mm. we also interviewed and invited to perform Sancha of Sancha, like the amazing, yeah. amazing, amazing performer. Like the Sancha. The Sancha. And there's she, only one. There's only one. And she talked to us about the origins of her name, Sancha. And we're going to release that capitulo, I think. Like we're going to release that interview as a capitulo. Yeah. Because we have, we have yeah. two live tapings, one from The Wing when we interviewed Sizzle and Norms for Hispanic Heritage Month. And then one for the library show. So at some point, we're going to put those out. So if you weren't able to make them in person, you yeah. can still tune in. Yeah. And, you know, the whole show in general was amazing. But I think one of my favorite parts was shaming our parents for getting oh, yeah. there late. <laughs> like our parents, like all of our parents. Like d- the parents that gave birth to us. Yeah. Like they all came late. And it's funny because we reserved spots for them in the front row, obviously. So they had to come down to the front yeah. and be in the thick of it. Yeah. And we were on stage. And what did we say? And I don't, what did we say? Oh, thank you for joining oh, yeah. us thank as you for they're joining walking us, in. Parents. Yes. <laughs> Glad you could make it on this fine Thursday evening. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Love it. They're good sports. They're yeah, good about it. They, they have are. good senses of humor. Yes, yes. Thanks, Mom. Yeah. Thanks, parents. So that was a library show. That was a library show. And then... In the midst of all that, we also did a partnership with Word Agency and Foot Locker LA and Foot Locker Women, and we got to model some clothes by Lala Anthony. Um, I was wearing a Lala Anthony dress. And yeah, we were both wearing Lala Anthony. Oh, you were wearing her athleisure. Yes. 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 So shout out Lala. You're great. Yes. And so the, the partnership, the collaboration was also with Las Fotos Project. And that was really cool. Yes. You know. The last photos, kids, girls took all the photos. Yeah. And so there were three prototypes that they were debuting. One was the visionary. The other was the the visionary, the disruptor. Which was. Which was us. Our shoes. The shoes we wore. And I. It's not the dreamer. Oh, my God. I'm blinking. There was but another there were, one. Yes. But we were the disruptors yeah. naturally. Yeah. Yes. So. That was that was really a, such a cool thing to be a part of. There were like so many amazing women that were a part of the campaign, and the campaign was called Our House. So shout out to Zoila of Word Agency for inviting us to be a part of it. She put it all together, and then there was an event at the Foot Locker store in Hollywood yeah. on Highland. Yeah, and there was a panel, and the photos were all on display. There were uh, different women there giving business advice, such as Julissa Prado of Rizos Girls and a former guest on the show. And Britt Chavez of Shop Latinx was on the panel. So it was just a whole, like, culmination of events. I mean, a culmination of the photo shoot into, like, a live event. So that yeah. was super dope. And yeah, so thanks again to Zoila and Foot Locker LA. 
for allowing us to be a part of it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Then, um, as I mentioned, we did kick off Hispanic Heritage Month. Yeah. With Sizzle and Norms at the Wing. So shout out Sizzle, shout out Norm, shout out Gumiaton. Thank you to the Wing. Um, we talked about basically the party's praxis and how party planning is almost like organizing in a lot of ways and how they have been working on centering undocu-queer joy and safe spaces for um, undocumented queer people of color. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. And then additionally, we were involved in Work It. We, uh, we facilitated a lightning talk or like a women festo, as they called it, where we talked about community building through podcast parties and pop-ups. So we yeah. talked about the difference of different events that we've had and like how that can foster community with your listeners, a.k.a. y'all, our locamores. Mm-hmm. So that was super dope and the feedback was amazing. It was so amazing to be in a room full of podcasters and women in radio or folks in radio. So that was like super cool to be a part of. It was here at the Ace Hotel in downtown L.A. and like it alternates between L.A. and New York. So it was here this year. Yeah. And what was so wild was there were really uh, women podcasters from all over the entire world. So there was a podcaster from Nairobi. There were podcasters from Armenia. Um, I was... um, paired up with like mentees and one of my mentees is from Colombia and she does radio down there so it was just really cool um we go to a lot of events that are like women focused or latinx focused but we don't actually go to a ton of like podcasting focused events so it was cool to be in that very particular space women podcasters yes yes and like first of many I hope oh yeah yeah the energy is amazing and yeah we'll see what comes from it we're excited we're definitely like plotting and planning things oh yeah based on that experience we took some very interesting meetings yeah and had some great conversations so more to come yes and then okay so like so much to tell y'all um we also guest hosted or are guest hosting a mini series with crooked media so we are hosting a mini series called me my self-care and i and we are going to interview different folks in the community that are doing the groundwork and doing the work to foster not only self-care in their community but also community care so our very first episode was with the Thea Monier. Right. Do you want to talk about it, Mala? Yeah. So um, Thea is, we've had Thea on the show before. She is a poet. She is a therapist, an activist, an incredible person. She's an artist. And she's one half of a podcast called All Heart. And so she and her co-host, Noni Lamar, have been guests on Locatora. And we worked with them in different capacities. So we invited Thea on to talk really about um, the origins of self-care like on an, as, as indigenous and cultural spiritual practice and also some of the psychology behind care of the self. And we really wanted to have a conversation with her about what that looks like specifically for people of color. And she really focused in on a lot thinking about elders, older people of color and the notion of taking care of the self and how for some that can be foreign or secondary and all the different historical and sociological reasons why. So that was our first episode um, with Thea and I was really happy with the way it turned out. Thank you, Thea. Thank you, Thea. And thank you, Crooked Media. You can head on over to all podcasting platforms to listen to it. It's Crooked Minis and the title is Me, Myself, Care and I. And yeah, so we're just excited to be working with a podcasting company for this limited run series and 
hope it all goes well and like opens other doors. Yeah, this is our first collaboration with a podcasting, like a professional studio network situation. Yeah. So. A ver qué. We'll see. Yeah. And then we also did a video with BuzzFeed's Pero yes, Like. Did. Yes, we did. Very excited to do this. Um, thank you, Curly. Yeah. So for this video, we debunk common myths that you hear about sex and sexuality in the Latinx community. And I love the way that it came out. We will put yeah. it in the show notes if you haven't watched it yet. It was pretty phenomenal. I'm like really happy with the way the edits were and every all the knowledge that we brought to the table. I hope people walked away feeling like empowered and more knowledgeable after watching it. Agreed. It was a lot of fun and Curly is hilarious and uh, is super creative and funny and is not afraid to like explore and push some boundaries, which is what we like to do too. So I think the collaboration was really great and Curly invited us in to do this. Um, after we had like a very like casual like conversation about sexual health and getting tested just as friends out and about one night. So it was based off of a very just normal, like chill convo about this stuff that the idea was born to work on this video. So it yeah. was, it's been fun. Yeah, it's been a very busy couple weeks for us. And then finally, we were named as finalists, as nominees for Breakout Creator of the Year for a Tecla Award. So we are beyond on beyond honored, super yeah. excited. This is like our first nomination. Mm-hmm. This is uh, an award ceremony that takes place at Hispanicize, which has been running for 10 years. They're celebrating their 10th year this year. So and it's all Hispanicize, if you're not aware, is all about digital creation influencers, folks in media in within the Latinx landscape, media landscape. So we're in, excited to be like in good company. We're excited. We're honored. Um, we are trying to figure out what to wear. Yeah, we're in the midst of that right now. Because now we're going to go to yeah. the Thekla Awards and we have to show out. Of course, always. Um, and we have some stiff competition. Yeah. Because there's really talented Latinx creators out there who have also been nominated. So good luck to everyone. Good luck to everyone. I hope we get it, though. I really hope we <laughs> Low-key, we really want to win. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. I mean, and I also, like, I was thinking about this. And this is our very first time where we, like, we can't control... anything because like we tell y'all like we don't tell y'all what happens until it's done and ready and this is like a nomination is out of our control out of our control if we don't win you'll know if we do win you'll know so there's like a piece of vulnerability that's definitely attached to it yes but that's also exciting because that's how you grow and you know all of that so yeah i think it comes with the territory you know it's like shit is getting real and so that means that we got to bring our A game and just put our best foot forward and be positive. And yes. if it doesn't work out, on to the next. Yeah. But, but I hope it does. I really hope it <laughs> Yes. I hope it does. Uh, anyways. So that's Kia. Send us good vibes. Because there's no voting yes. process. No. This is like up to an advisory. Advisory. Yeah. Advisory board. I don't know. Maybe you could like at Hispanicize. Yeah. Give us an award. That low key. That's going to be our voting campaign. Since you can't actually vote, just at Hispanicize. What's her actual handle? Hispanicize. That's it? Yeah. At Hispanicize and be like, you need to give this award to Look Out Our Radio for Breakout Content Creator of the Year. Just gently, not gently, just just um, nudge them, yeah. energe- energetically nudge them. Yeah, it's Hispanicize event is their 
is their handle. Okay. But At Hispanicize yeah. event. And it's, you know Let what? Let them know. It's really exciting because like, yes, we're podcasters and podcasting is like the core. That's like the trunk of what we do, you know, and like all the branches that we have are like podcasting workshops, workshops in general, where we talk about femme defense and femme tech, local epistemologies, the podcast, uh, the podcast parties, the live events, the film aspect that we do, you know, there's just so much. So it's exciting to be nominated as breakout creator as opposed to podcaster of the year, which is also amazing, or I'm not sure what the category is, but there is a podcasting category, right? But like thinking about like, yeah, we do a lot of different stuff. So a ton. It's exciting. We're creators. We're creative. And we're doing it. And we're doing it. Thank you for supporting us. Three years years deep. Yeah. And we're having fun. Honestly, it's a good time. We love what we do. That's why we keep doing it. Yes. And we love y'all. Yeah. You know, um, so that's fun. And then we have even more stuff coming up. Yeah. After the Thekla Awards or before Before the Thekla Thekla Awards. Yeah. Next week. Next week at... 10 a.m. We will be leading a podcasting 101 workshop for youth in collaboration with KCRW at the MOCA. So the Museum of Contemporary Art here in Los Angeles. It's on Central. And we will be doing that. And we love teaching the youth about podcasting and using their voices and, you know, taking, creating their own narratives. So we're excited. The youth are, I think, in our experience, always the most creative when it comes to the podcasting ideas because we have them actually build out a concept and like an outline for their own show. And the names and the hashtags and things that like the kids come up with are like so great and funny and creative. So definitely come out. Yes. Bring your children. Yes. And their friends. Okay, so we are going to get into a segment of Oye Locas. You know, yeah. I'll answer the question if you ask me, I'll answer. Yes. So what do the folks want to know about? Okay, so the first question is about dating women slash maybe coming out later in life. So I'm going to read the message from this listener. She says that in her early 20s, she found herself attracted to mask of centered women Mm. and kind of just dismissed it as saying like she found them attractive, but didn't like ever actually explore it. So she says now in her late twenties, this is coming up for her again. And she says, I'm all for exploring. My concern is how I would bring this up to my Mexican parents slash family. If I do indeed find myself liking women, I find that my age makes this process intimidating coming out in your late twenties. Your opinion is greatly appreciated. So thank you for this question. Mm -hmm. It was just national coming out day. So whether you're out or not, we hold space for y'all being out to others. Isn't necessarily everything, you know, it's all individual. However you decide, you know, whatever you decide that's right for you. Yeah. So what are your initial thoughts, Mala? Well, I think that, first of all, it's not uncommon for people to come out in their late 20s or even later. Um, I mean, and I think that that's honestly true across the sexuality and gender spectrum. Yes. Like whether we're talking about coming out as bi or gay or as lesbian or even coming out as trans, I think that there's a pretty like common experience of folks waiting um, to, yeah. to to share that with their families and communities. And like, I don't have a coming out story because I kind of just like do whatever. And for me, that has never been like, I've never really 
felt the need or wanted to have that conversation with my family because I've never had a conversation with them about being straight either. Right. Like it's just never, I've never talked to them about my sexual orientation at all um, because we don't talk about those things in my family. Yeah. So I just on, I don't, I'm not one who's going to say like, you know, you have to, or you need to, or you must, or here's how to do it. I think it really is super individual and whether you do or you don't like, enjoy yourself you know yeah I I I echo that um and I also just want to say like to be transparent with what your process is if you do start like dating a woman or you know being like sexually intimate with someone or casual with someone I would definitely like encourage the transparency where you are in your process because what does happen is queer women um can kind of become almost like quote an experiment for straight women and like being very cautious of not doing that to queer women and like stepping into a queer community and, you know, and doing that for like the sake of like, quote, exploring. So just I think transparency and communication is definitely the key. Um, Quirky Rican Gabby Rivera did this really great post about being a mask of centered papi. And we talked mm-hmm. about like, n- like, like, like she, she said something along the lines of like mask queer women are not here to be your fantasy and I think that that is really important to think about because there is a a spectrum and there can be power dynamics at play so just you know like always like treat people with dignity and respect you know be transparent and honest about where you're coming from and you know enjoy yourself and you know see where it goes yeah And I think it's in general, right, important to like let the people you're dating know about your headspace and where you're at and what your intentions are and what you're hoping to gain out of dating or a relationship. And I think sometimes like um, folks will hide or not include information about certain parts of their lives. Yeah. And that ends up being harmful because then you're not really allowing the person you're seeing to make a decision about whether or not they want to date you Yep, because you're withholding key information. Right. Yep. So just kind of considering that balance of all those different factors, I think is really important. Yes. Um, but like, don't force it if it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. for you. I agree. You know, I hope that's helpful. Yeah. Thanks for that question. Yes. Okay, so the next question is, what does healing look like to you? <laughs> I'm like, bitch, I do not know. I don't fucking know. Ask me later. I no, don't I'm know. just kidding. Shout out to this listener that asked this. We know yeah. who you are, girl. Hope you're doing well. Yes, yes, yes. Um, well, I had something recently that I, for me, I think healing is setting my boundaries without even knowing that I'm doing it. I'm just like, it's such a practice now that I don't even think of it. Oh, I'm setting this boundary. And I'll give like a very specific example. So it was recently my birthday and um, I did something small with my family the day of. And I only invited or was only a dinner at my house. So it was my parents, my primo that lives with us and my partner. And that was it. And in the past, I've had other family members come. And I don't want to say that it feels forced, but it's almost like... I'd love to see you. Thank you for coming. Love you. But it's also like, I also don't necessarily need you to be here per se. Mm -hmm. And a part of me feels kind of weird and kind of rude feeling that. But then it's also thinking like, well, what is it that I want? And what is this boundary for me if I'm 
feel this type of way about my family and what it's like when we're all together, then why am I even inviting everyone over? You know, so I set that boundary without even realizing that I did it. So I'm proud of me. I think that that's for me what healing looks like mm-hmm. is having those boundaries mm-hmm. and respecting them and not trying to change them for myself. Yeah, it's almost like prevention, right? So yep. like if you're on a healing path and you know certain experiences are going to set you back or are going to trigger things, sometimes setting those boundaries can help prevent, you know, like regression. Yeah. Um, because sometimes like you need to just not deal with everybody and their nonsense. Mm-hmm. There's there's like this really good meme that I love like sharing around Christmas time. And it's this meme of Plankton, like from SpongeBob. <laughs> and he's like, I'll remember you all in therapy. <laughs> and like, I truly feel that way around the holidays. So it's like no different for my birthday. Sure. You know, why put myself through these kinds of things? If you don't want to. If I don't really want to. And you don't have to. And it's my birthday. I'll do what I want. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, healing. I think healing too is like. Oh, my God. Um, Kind of allowing things not to work out and then not fucking stressing out over it. Mm. Life is long. (laughs) You know, like life is long and uh, kind of repetitive and things. There's always a a new chance and a new opportunity and a new situation. And, Hmm. you know, see, I would say life is short. So new opportunities are going to come. I'm saying life is super long. And so, like, I have to reserve my energy and my disappointment and my stress okay. so that I can apply it to all these different things that are going to happen <laughs> over the course of many decades. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. That's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling super like, like with work or something. If something mm-hmm. doesn't work out, some people are super like, ah, oh my God. Right. Like, uh, catastrophizing happens yeah, a lot yeah, yeah. when, you know, uh, work or a project are super important in a person's life, then if something doesn't work out, then it's like a major blow. Right. And so I'm trying really hard to put things in perspective. And when something doesn't work out, like at work, for example, and the folks around me are catastrophizing and are like in flames, I'm like, it really doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Do not matter. It is okay. Literally, we will come back to work tomorrow and yeah. gonna, the, a whole new set of things are going to happen and we're going to forget mm-hmm. what we were upset about yesterday. Now, do you think that that's <clears> more <throat> for work or do you feel that that's like just where you're at in general? Oh, that's totally where I'm at in general. Okay. I'm like, I do not give a fuck, you know, um, about many things because I'm like, in reality, we're doing fine right. and like I'm in a good place. And so when there are like, things don't go my way or like whatever, whatever, it's okay. It's all right. Mm -hmm. You know, that's Mm -hmm. how I'm trying to approach a healing process by letting things fucking go and not getting upset over stuff that are ultimately inconsequential. Right. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Those are my thoughts. (laughs) Okay. So final question that we have for today is for Mala and it's about tips on going to Morocco this our listener wants to go so she's wondering if you can offer any insight yes okay so let me preface this by saying that all tourism is problematic and all travel especially if you are an American passport holder is ultimately like a mark of privilege and access 
And there's all types of power imbalances that go into traveling, especially to countries and um, parts of the world that are considered to be like, quote, the third world, right? Or underdeveloped. I know. We all fucking know. Okay? Like, it's it's true. That's true. So that being said, here are my tips <laughs> on traveling to Morocco. Um, because uh, I went, and I also think it's important that in these conversations to also acknowledge um, that, yeah, like, there is ultimately always a power imbalance when we are talking about Americans in particular going abroad and spending time and money and like navigating different communities because we have like this like global political and financial advantage Mm -hmm. over like locals in most places yeah so like let me be clear that's understood it's established I know this is not like social justice tips or how to like do a non-problematic trip. I don't know how to do that in, in certain parts of the world. I'm not from Morocco. I don't know people in Morocco. So I went as purely a tourist, right? Mm-hmm. Like with no special circumstances or adjustments. You know what I mean? Like, Got it. Yeah. We stayed in an Airbnb and a lot of those Airbnbs ultimately turns out are like managed by Moroccans, but are owned by like British people or French people what have you. Interesting. So we stayed in an Airbnb and then all of the communications, you know, um, for the most part were with the owners. But then when we got there, the owners are not actually there. It's like local Moroccans who run the home Mm -hmm. and who like keep it going. And then every time we wanted to take a tour, um, our host would help us to arrange a tour and like a Moroccan tour guide who's like with the Ministry of Tourism, would come and like arrange for a car to come drive us around. And then the tour guide would show us the different spots around the Medina, um, the mosques, the universities, the markets, all that good stuff. We went to the tanneries. Um, we saw the spots where they do all of their ceramics and their pottery and like everything down there is handmade. It was beautiful. Tons of shopping. We only were in Fez. We didn't go anywhere else in Morocco. We did three days and it was beautiful. So if you're not staying in an Airbnb, you know, there are hotels. So I'm, you, you can look into a hotel. I don't know anything about the hotels. Um, but we walked around the Medina. It was four of us, four women, and we were fine. We didn't have any problems. Like, we had a great time, and everyone was really nice to us and respectful and kind. And we did shopping, and we talked to people, and we ate, and it was chill. Like, it was a good time. We flew in to Fez from um, Madrid. So if you're going to do a trip out there, it's really not... Um, hard to get to Morocco from Spain. Um, There are flights from Madrid to Fez all the time. And they're like, the flight is like an hour, hour and a half. So it was pretty chill. And, you know, of course, the American dollar like allows for it to be pretty affordable for us if we go to Morocco. I just recommend like tip people well and tip people high. Yeah. And that's a really, I think, important way to give back. And if you're going to be buying things, buy it in cash, not Don't put things on your card, like give your money directly to artists and the artisans because all that work is handmade and it's super high quality. So if if you're, you know, conscientious in that way, I think that you're good, you know. So, yeah, (laughs) that's those are my tips. I also think something uh, to note about traveling is like don't haggle with local artists and artisans 
uh, for their for whatever for their craft. I like I, I yeah. Like whenever I'm in Peru, I don't haggle at all. Like I will pay even if I'm getting the tourist price, fine. Like I'll still haggle because the dollar really is worth more. Yeah, you, you know. know. And you know, obviously, like if you can't afford it, don't do it. You know. But if you're gonna save yourself two dollars, five dollars, yeah. you know, just pay the full price. Just pay the full price. You yeah. know. Um, I will say that Morocco was different because on our trip, we did Spain, we did Portugal, and we did Morocco. And for us, there were a lot of men in Morocco, like out on the streets. We didn't really see a ton of women. And then in the Medina, in the shops, all of the shop owners and the folks selling things were men. Like women were there buying things, but anyone's vending were men or little boys. Mm -hmm. So like there were little boys who would be in charge of the shops if, you know, their dad or their uncle like wasn't there or had to go run an errand. They would like let the boys, you know, watch the shop, but there were no women. And it was interesting because in the Medina, there's like a men's section for men's clothing and a section for women's clothing. And the clothing is being made by hand. Like you can see the artist there like sewing the clothing by hand. But the all the women's shops were also run by men. So the men were like sewing the women's garments Mm. and then like selling them. So when we got there, you know, our Airbnb host was a woman, but like the taxi driver and then like the guides and like the folks that met up with uh, met up with us and helped us with our luggage once we got to the city were, were all men. So we were dealing with like like four or five men and we were expecting to talk to like a woman at first who was our host and we didn't see her to the next day so for us especially just like where we're coming from and we're not really used to that much contact with men all at one time that was like a little bit um new on our first day there so that was like an adjustment because we really didn't talk to a whole lot of women while we were there because there just weren't I don't know just however it worked out. So that would, that's also something that I would say just like, you know, we are, we have a particular audience of listeners and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's something just to keep in mind. And anytime you're traveling abroad, I think it's important to be just aware of like dynamics like that. Um, especially having to do with gender. Um, I remember, you know, going abroad in college, like they would talk to us about if you're going to certain places and you're queer, you're a woman, like, there are certain things you need to keep in mind, right? Right. And, like, just be aware of as far as being out in public. So Mm -hmm. it's that kind of a thing. Got you. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. I hope that answered this listener's question. Yeah. Okay, so just to close out, we have a couple announcements. We will be um, travel doing some traveling at the end of the month. So in, in October, on October 24th, we will be at Texas Lutheran University, and we will be delivering a keynote. Um, at their university for a conference. And then that same weekend, we will be in Charlottesville with the nonprofit Creciendo Juntos, delivering a community artist talk and a podcasting 101 workshop. So we're excited. We're going to be going to these red states. So yes, we'll see how it goes. (laughs) More travel advisories for ourselves (laughs) in state travel advisories. Yeah. So we will see. We will keep you all posted. But, you know, we also recognize that there are Latinx. There is Latinx community living in these red states. Yeah. And that's why it's important for us to go out there. I especially want to shout out Karina from Creciendo Juntos. She has been trying to make this happen for two years. She applied for a grant for us to go there. And then coordinating with our schedules yes. is very difficult. So thank you so much to Karina. We like see you. We thank you. We will see you soon. Um, and yeah, and then we just want to give you all a save the date. So we have um, 
our next Loca Tora Live, a podcast party. It's coming up. <laughs> it's going to be November 16th uh, here in L.A. More details to come. Yes. But save the day in your calendars. Like, pay attention for announcements about tickets and things like that. This is going to be a really big event for us. Yeah. For all of us. It will be the biggest event to date. That we've done. Um, we're putting a lot of work into this. Yeah. And... There's some new, new, new stuff that yeah. we're going to be sharing and launching and things like that. So save the date, November 16th. More info to come. Yes. And this has been in the process. This has been like a six, seven month process for us. So like that's why there wasn't, in case you were wondering, in May, that's why we didn't have a Locatora Live. Yeah. We were saving all of our energy and our resources for this upcoming Locatora Live in November for our anniversary, our Locaversary. So absolutely, we will see y'all then. Thank you for rocking with us. Thank you for tuning in once again to Locatora Radio. Remember that you can visit our website, locatoraradio.com. You can tune in to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audio Boom, SoundCloud. Comment, subscribe, like, rate, all that good stuff. All of it. See us on YouTube. Follow our Insta and Twitter at locatora underscore radio. And um, yeah, besitos. besitos. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash I heart. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. 
If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.